my dog just kicked me in the balls. Like, I'm getting ready to film this video and he just jumps up at me and bang, clarts me right in the crown jewels. And uh, I think that really, really kind of sets the tone for the, the kind of highbrow content that you can come to expect from the Casual Crowd podcast. Yes, that is right. Uh, this is the first episode of our brand new podcast called The Casual Crowd, where once a week me and Ruben are going to sit down and have a casual chat about all sorts of things, be it movies, video games, uh, just general world news, bit of politics, tech news, really anything's up for grabs, even just some trivial stuff. Uh, that maybe got on our nerves this week or intrigued us. And of course, we are going to get some great guests on it as well. We've already got a few lined up, um, including a former co-host of mine, uh, Harby, absolutely great guy, and um, someone who worked for the BBC who goes to our college. Uh, he's actually going to come on and have a chat with us next episode. So, uh, you, you know what? Stay tuned for that. Uh, that should be coming out on the 9th of uh, January. So... And they said September, that's a while away. Anyway, you know what, before we get into any of that, the most important question of the podcast, Ruben, my guy, how have you been, man? How's life been treating you? Hello, everybody. Yeah, not bad at all at the minute. Christmas is just gone. I think this is our New Year special. Yeah, it is, yeah. This will be going up uh, on the, the morning of New Year's Day. It will be a Friday. Yeah, every episode after this will be going up at 9am on a Saturday. That's uh, GMT time. And of course, you can get the podcast wherever you get your podcast. This is the first episode. Um, yes. And the, the weather's celebrating it. Is, is it snowing for you? Yeah. Uh, in fact, last night, my mom, well, la- yesterday morning, my mum came in at 7.40 going, look out your window. And I'm like, oh, please, what? I look out and it's absolutely snowing it down. Snowing it down, that's not a word. Anyway, and then she comes in again this morning saying, well, it said it was going to sleep, but look out your window again. And I look out and it's, it's like the heaviest mm. snowfall I've ever seen. It's insane, yeah. I mean, I woke up yesterday morning to like, I had like 12 missed calls from my girlfriend. I was like, oh God, what's happened? <laughs> it was just about the snow. Um, oh yes, you're fair. That's why yeah. I love the snow. Yeah, it is nice. It, it looks it's pretty. It's just melting now, unfortunately, but hey-ho. Yeah. Uh, so I thought for our first podcast, uh, given this is a New Year's special, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Why did I question myself? Like, yeah. This is a New Year's special. Uh, I thought we're, we're going to have a chat about 2020 as a year. We're going to try and keep it casual. Yeah. Um, but obviously, it's it's been a rough year for a lot of people. Uh, to those that have um, had a tough year, uh, obviously our hearts uh, go out to you. So, um, God, we, we've had everything this year, haven't we? We started off the whole with World lot. War Three. Oh, um, Jesus. Kim Jong-un died and then came back to life. Vegetated state. <laughs> yeah. Biblical locust storms. I yes, actually, I've just yes, read an article yes. on that. I didn't hear about this. Like, it wasn't in the news. But, like, uh, earlier this year, there were, like, biblical-scale locust storms. If you don't know what that is, they're, like, insects, like crickets, and they just they come and ravage crops. Uh, I think it was in Africa and Asia, but big, bigger locust storms than they, they've ever had, I, I believe. Yeah, And uh, about it right. just got me thinking, I swear that's one of the signs of the apocalypse, locust storms. Yeah, that along with like swarms and swarms of birds flying across like in the sky, and I think an eclipse happens as well. And we've not had an Ooh. eclipse this year. Yeah, we haven't had an eclipse this year. <laughs> Stay tuned for twenty twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's let's move on to something a little more lighthearted. Yeah. Um, I. I actually made you watch this just before the podcast. Oh, yeah, Basically, brilliant, Channel brilliant. 4 uh, did, like, a queen speech, but using deep fake, where they got um, an actress to play the queen and just say some outrageous stuff. It was brilliant. It was what hilarious, honestly. I think 
people who have had no sort of like experience in looking at what a deep fake looks like i mean i don't really i've never i've made one i've done one but i've, I've seen too many well you've made one no 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 that's what i'm saying i haven't made one i'm saying like oh i, I think um if people uh, haven't seen them or have never seen how they're made, then you will definitely not be able to tell that that's not the Queen. I mean, it doesn't sound like the Queen as 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 like like you know not that much, but it sh- the face doesn't look right. I mean, yes, don't get me wrong, it's the Queen's face, but it's not moving yeah. right. It doesn't look right. It's it unnatural. did just it, it looked a bit funny. It, it looks it looks brilliant when she starts dancing though. Oh yes, dancing because. Uh, she uh, brings up the fact that uh, she has been saving her TikTok moves for this, uh, you know, thing, and then she starts dancing and twerking and uh, throwing her hands in the air. It's brilliant. I mean, if you haven't seen it, uh, look up the, um, the Queen's 2020 deep fake Christmas video. It's uh, from the Channel Four YouTube channel. You can watch it. It's it's magnificent. It really is magnificent. Uh, so recent news has been a load of monoliths basically popping up all over the place. Uh, I think the first one was in Utah, but the most recent one, uh, as of recording, uh, that is, I believe, is in India. One popped up on the Isle of Wight in our very own United Kingdom, though I believe that was quickly claimed by an artist. And I, I guess I kind of just wanted to have a very brief chat about uh, what they're about. Obviously, there's a lot of theories flying around. According to Allie, it's um, Fortnite doing it. Sure. Um... <laughs> Uh, in my, my honest opinion, I reckon it's probably been some kind of modern art or something uh, that's been placed out there in Utah, and uh, basically people have seen it, they've kind of caught on to it, and it's just a load of artists going around and um, and making it. Uh, that That's my take on it anyway, but you know, it's it's interesting to speculate, so if any of you guys do have your any speculations, we'd love to hear your weirdest speculations. Let's see if you can put together some just absolutely nuts theories and send them over to us. Uh, you can contact us in the comment section of YouTube if you are watching on YouTube or if you're not watching on YouTube then our social medias are Instagram at the casual crowd and Twitter at the casual crowd all lowercase um, so just just send those over yeah um, speaking of other crazy things that have happened on YouTube um, Jake Paul called out Conor McGregor recently oh god yeah he did yeah yeah no sorry yeah. I was just I'm still blown away by it because he's um he started off very explicit, saying, what the F is up, you Irish, see you next Tuesday, um, in the most... I've never heard anyone say the C word in such a disgusting accent, because, oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's English, but, like, I've never heard really heard an American say it, and it's quite... I actually find it somewhat cringe hearing an American oh, say yeah. the C word. It, it's it's just... I love it when I love it when Australians say it, though. I think British and Australian people definitely mm. have the best yeah. voice for the see next Tuesday. It turns me on a bit. Oh yeah, I agree. <laughs> but he just his Team 10 team, I don't think it was Team 10, but his like management team offered Conor McGregor 50 million dollars if he took that fight. Jeez. That is I'd one get of the out by Jake Paul for I, I mean there's this like there's a thing though. There's a thing here like Conor McGregor for one is not a boxer. He's an MMA fighter. And he is an incredible MMA fighter. People will debate that, but I'm saying now, he's generally a very talented MMA fighter. Jake Paul is a YouTuber turned somewhat boxer because he's had about a month or... He's had a few, like, half a year's worth of training. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong, that's still a lot of time to improve and, like, you know, become a decent boxer. But, like, 
Conor McGregor's not a boxer, so it's different. And if people were to, if he was to go in the ring and Conor McGregor wasn't to do very well, fa- yeah, I don't blame the fact that Conor McGregor wouldn't do any well because he's not a boxer. He's an MMA fighter. So Jake Paul is asking for a fight off the big one of the biggest like sporting stars in the world uh, in like that like category, if not the biggest at the minute uh, in that category to have a fight with him in a completely different section of sport. I, hmm. Like, you yeah. know, that's like asking a whale to come to the beach and it's like, yeah, sure. And then he gets stuck there and doesn't know what to do because it's not his territory. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a beach. Yeah. I know, get what you mean, yeah. To I, be that honest, was the I... worst analogy I think I've ever done in my life. It's the thing that no, came that was, the top of my head. That was great. I, I enjoyed that. Oh, thank, um, you, thank you. But like, see, Jake Paul, like, I don't get me wrong, I hate Jake Paul, but... You know, I, I get what he's doing. He's kind of, at this point, he's sort of forced Conor McGregor into it. Like, he can't really say no at this stage, I'd say. Yeah. And I'd say out of the, like, YouTube boxers, uh, Jake Paul's one of the better ones. Like, in terms of skill, not in terms of... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it could be interesting, but to be honest, I, I reckon... McGregor could probably definitely beat him. I don't really know much about it. I think it, there's but... I think it's very likely that Conor McGregor would beat him, but it's just yeah. it's not really that though. It's more the fact that uh it's not his sport. Um anyway, moving on from that, um another excellent, quite frankly gorgeous video. Um <laughs> did you see the YouTube 2020 musical rewind? Uh, yes, and I am scarred <laughs> for life. Um, I don't think it was made by YouTube. It was made by, um, I, 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 I can't remember her name, but it was made by another YouTuber. She does it every year, I believe. But oh, really? it got taken down after Backlash. Yeah, it wasn't actually made by YouTube. Because, like, YouTube are dumb, but they're not that dumb. Even YouTube was like, yeah, we'll leave it this year. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favourite bit from the, uh, the YouTube Rewind video? I... <sighs> I don't even know. I don't like any of it at all. It doesn't feel right just existing at all. It doesn't feel like it should exist, but it does. So it's something that I'm going to have to live with now. But it is, uh, you know, I just... It is what it is, really. Like, I I think probably The Among Us is probably the best bit because it's just bloody hilarious. (laughs) Like, it's dreadful and hilarious at the same time. That's why I think it's probably the best bit. You wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat and you just see Among Us characters dancing oh, at the bottom of God, your bed. God, Jesus. That does sound like a nightmare, to be fair. Oh, God. Um, you know what? Um, <laughs> we're going to move swiftly on from that. We're going to talk about more general news. Because yeah. uh, a lot a lot has happened this year. Uh, and I kind of, I just want to ask you, out of the, the, the stuff that you have heard about, what should have been your favourite news story? Like, it can be positive, negative, whatever. Just... What what really made you happy? Made you smile? I, Donald Trump being announced as the year's biggest sore loser. Mm. I, that made me happy because oh, he can't yeah. take the fact that he he lost the presidential election because of the way America works. You can't just blame the the way the world works on the fact that you lost because you you lost fair and square. You lost because people realised. That you're a bit of a twat, sorry, but yeah, <laughs> you realise that you aren't a great person. You're a horrible man. You're a big sore loser, and the fact that you lie. I oh, know. Keep going. Just keep the insults going. I so I can't. I, I don't really know how to keep going. But you know what I mean. I, I'm just laughing at the fact that he still tweets about it all the time, going, 
there's actually there was loads of ballots in blah 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 that were actually not up to standard by law and they have, they're even being checked fact checked like they're not that's a lie yeah I think I believe they the found one state where a couple of the like some of the um, ballots hadn't been counted but it still it wouldn't have made a difference like a lot of them were still for Biden I think yeah. more of them were for Trump but it was such a small amount of ballots it didn't actually make a difference yeah uh, it's just I, I've been having so much fun with the election because uh, on Instagram I follow like it's a it's a poll account but it's it's a very political poll account and it's just filled with Trump supporters really and oh it's just it's it's great just going through the comments and just arguing with Trump supporters they, they still can't take the fact that they lost <laughs> Oh man, have you seen that, 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 woman, that vegan teacher? That it's woman, gone a bit viral yeah. this year. Very viral this year. Oh god, what do you Why think of that? Why the hell aren't you vegan yet? <laughs> because I like to eat meat. Did you see? Did you see the one where she was like sucking on a banana while talking about Donald Trump? What? No. No, I'm gonna find this for you. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um, Wait, should we uh, talk about a different topic while you find that, or should we just... Uh, I- I've got it here, don't worry. Uh, oh, that brilliant, vegan brilliant. teacher sucking on a banana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i got to clear my search history after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, she's like sending a message to Donald Trump and she'll, like, she'll vote for him if he goes vegan or something. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I can't find it, but look it up. She's, but she's like fondling a banana as she does so. Oh, it's made, made me incredibly uncomfortable as to the association she's made between Trump and a banana. Yeah, it doesn't sound... Surely it'd be more appropriate to have a tangerine or something. Yeah, maybe. Or a bottle of bleach. Or a bottle of bleach, indeed. But I think... Oh, new story of the year, actually. Um, I spoke about it uh, on the last podcast I did, which is finished now, but... um, it's oh we I was with you when I spoke about it actually I think it's just a nice bit of positive news um it's actually about sustainable packaging um if you remember me talking about this okay. so uh, basically they found a way to make sauce sachets uh, out of uh, some kind of seaweed extract but it's like flavorless and grease proof and edible that's br- it's brilliant it's fantastic I mean I might see if I can cut in the um the actual clip from that podcast just because I had loads of statistics for it. But basically, people said it was easier yeah. to like open it than uh, to open these new sauce sachets, these r- r- sustainable ones, uh, than it was to open normal sauce sachets. Because I mean, I might save this for a later segment, but sauce sachets just really get on my nerves. Have you ever like tried to open one and then oh, just, yeah, yeah. the corner comes off, but it doesn't open? God, it rubs yes, me up the wrong all way. The time. It does. <sighs> I'm the banana, and that sauce sachet <laughs> is the vegan teacher. Oh yes. Um. But yeah, and they also made sustainable boxes out of it was some I think wood and that seaweed extract, uh, all grease proof, uh, and apparently they decomposed in a couple of weeks, which is awesome. Uh, so that's just that's some positive that's news, good. and I think sustainability in general has done really well this year. There's been a rising demand for sustainable energy, and obviously with Biden getting in, one of the big things with Biden. I, don't get me wrong, I hate Biden, um, but one of the main things that does make him better <laughs> than Trump is. Um, his environmental policies are so much better. I mean, we needed America back in the Paris Agreement. Oh, of course, of course. He's going to do that, which is great. You know, the world now has a chance. Sorry, I was... Uh, right, uh, do you want to should we move on to a uh, favourite video of the year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I don't really know what my favourite video of the year is. I mean, there are a lot of videos that I've found which are absolutely brilliant. But uh, one mm. recently is a video of... What's it called? You know that that one time when Donald Trump was answering questions 
to news reporters and then someone came on stage and was like sir we need to go um I kind of there was one that someone said sir the Among Us musical starts in 40 minutes we need to go and it's literally him walking off stage with like all the security guards and I just thought that was brilliant that was one of my favourite uh, memes or videos of the year there we go oh we should have done meme of the year oh god missed opportunity oh I don't know we'll definitely do that next let's move on um... alright <laughs> okay so next we have uh, on our thought train of is the movies and games of the year like you know our favourites so do you want to start off with your favourite movie this year <sighs> I don't think it has to be like something that's come out this year but something rather like you've watched this year that oh, was your favourite, uh, I think. Um, okay, in terms of coming out this year, what, what's actually come out this year? If we, we can do both. What's come out this year? I think what has actually come out this year? Tenet came out this year. Oh, I started that watching that. amazing. I love it. Mm-hmm. Tenet came out this year. Uh, I know that the... Something else came out this year. It's quite big, but I can't remember. Um, I I, nothing's really come out this year, obviously, because of... Um, Anola Holmes. I'm kind of sick of that after the Christ, media Christ, I don't project. want to talk about that again. <laughs> what did you think of Anola Holmes? Mm, it was alright. I just think it was all a bit rushed, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that would be my summary of the whole film, was it was just... It, it was an alright film. That's the word If they right had really a bigger up, budget and longer to film, then I guess they could have had more storylines to it and made it better, but... Yeah. The fact that a mum just disappeared and then just appears right at the end, spoiler, Lamau. Um, and without any sort of like where what happened where did she go like the whole plot is trying to find her mum and where she went but like she just appears at the end and you're like oh there she is <laughs> yeah I get what you mean I, I definitely because I remember one specific bit when she went in she found like her mother's workshop or something yeah I'm so sorry that's my phone uh, and she- found out that oh god I'm trying to mute it and found out that she was um, her mother was making bombs, and I think it was kind of hinting at the, the suffragettes. I thought they were going to go into that, but they yeah, didn't. Yeah, I thought they've literally got like explosive on the front of their the cover. I swear, but like, yeah. they, I mean, definitely a big part of the trailer was like all the explosions going off when she was running. But like, yeah, I mean, you're not going to go into that. You're just going to show it, and it's just gone. Okay, fair enough. It's a bit. It just it was. It felt like it wasn't really hugely like relevant it would have been an interesting to go in because that's something that's not really touched upon yeah in, no um, i agree shows, especially shows targeted at younger children yeah, um, yeah. but it, it was one of those things where i was like yeah you can't just skirt around that so I, I couldn't really because she said it was like oh oh god she is dangerous and then i was like well i, I don't really know your view on that are you saying she's dangerous in a negative way or are you saying she's dangerous as in good way she's going to dangerous to the the world and the stereotypes i wasn't yeah. really sure what they were going for with that i thought it was a bit confused yeah i guess that's kind of the whole it's all a bit rushed and everything seems to be a bit on and off with everything but apart from that yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah it was an all right film i, I was okay it again, but yeah okay i think I'm my rating of it, it probably like six out of ten it's all right yeah, six, it's six great is, six. six is all right um, right, favorite um, game that you've seen this year? Mine's my favorite like film, probably Tenet. I forgot to say that Tenet this year. Oh yeah, it's brilliant. Give, give us a chat about Tenet because I started watching it. Uh, I'm gonna confess, soundtrack I did is honestly stop watching it, amazing. But, yeah. I think it's more of a film you should really watch in one sitting rather than a couple. 
but it's brilliant like as in there is a scene when they're on top of these lorries and it's just like heavy bass bloody brilliant like synth bass it's so cool i love it and also just like the behind the scenes of filming it like the cinematographer hoyte van hoytema i don't know how you say it but the dutch guy he um he said it was like one of the most complicated films he's ever shot because of the fact that there are some scenes in there which are literally reversed and the editing of tenor is incredible and you know it's I think everything about it. I think just Christopher Nolan is generally a genius when it comes to writing films. Especially directing them as well. He's, he's brilliant. And I think just... It's gorgeous. It's, like, uh, gorgeously shot. The acting is amazing. Uh, Robert Patterson, brilliant, usual. Uh, John Davis Washington, I think his name is. I, I, the, the, I don't know his name. The, the, you know, the actual, like, one of the main character in it. Yeah. Uh, he's brilliant as well. I, uh... I think uh, he needs to be in a lot more high-budget, high-end films to get kind of noticed, because I think he's a brilliant actor, and I think his potential is, like, you know, people need to realise it. But apart from that, I'd rate 10 at probably like an 8 or a 9 out of 10. I think it's brilliant. I think the only reason I wouldn't rate it a 10 is because it's a bit confusing, and some people don't really get it. Yeah, I mean, I suppose I started watching it, and, like, I won't deny that it looks gorgeous. I couldn't really get into it myself. Uh, yeah. Just because I felt... Not because I, I thought it was confusing, I just... I'm very much a person who, who enjoys more kind of personal character drama driven stories. Yeah. I think. And I, I just got to a point where I think it was. I'm not that far in, to be honest. I should probably go back and give it a chance. But I was just like, yeah, there's this big plot to save the world, but I don't really care about anybody in this world. <laughs> That's yeah. So hard. But yeah, that was a very, uh, <laughs> was a very <laughs> dark turn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, so. Cutting yeah, on, on. favourite yeah, game I'm this year that you have played or you've seen or I think probably played this year. Yeah, played, because there haven't been a huge amount of games coming out this year. I'd say my favourite game I've played this year is I played The Witcher 3 for the first time. I've never played any of The Witcher games, they just don't really appeal to me and that's kind of controversial I know, but <laughs> such as Skyrim and Assassin's Creed, I've never played any oh, of yeah. them. I, I don't cause... enjoy it. It's the thing with The Witcher is I don't necessarily enjoy the gameplay of The Witcher 3, I think the combat's quite clunky. Yeah. Um, but I just, I play it for the characters and the story because, it, to be honest, it was a brilliant the, the dlcs as well were incredible i just think oh right yeah it is if it if you see it on sale uh even if you're not into definitely that grab game, it just grab i'd absolutely it, yeah. say give it a chance just because it's long but you know it's a great story and yeah honestly Geralt might be one of my favorite characters ever and yennefer as well it's just oh god yeah, yeah. anyway <laughs> <laughs> all right well definitely i'll see if it's on a sale anywhere and i'll yeah. pick it up i think I mean, my two fa- i think i got two favorite games of the year which i'm coming very close but i think i've got an answer now is my favorite i think because i got cyberpunk 2077 for christmas and it's incredible like it's inc- it's probably the biggest game release wait is it out yeah probably the biggest <laughs> game released in the last like few yeah. years apart from the last of us part two which came out this year uh oh you didn't say that oh surprised oh, you didn't say that how did i not oh phil oh no uh, oh see well i mean it's controversial i personally think it was probably one of the best oh, games no, i've seen in my life ever ever 100 percent like it's probably i probably rate it 97 out of 100 like <laughs> i'm just saying it's incredible but i've never played it i've only watched a walkthrough so don't that's not really a valid opinion i mean i've played it let's actually talk about that <laughs> let's talk about that yeah i i i loved it i i think i enjoyed the witcher more 
Yeah. Um, just because I, I did I did prefer The Witcher's story, and that's nothing against The Last of Us Part... See, the thing with The Last of Us Part 2 is a lot of people didn't like it because um, the main reason was that... Um, spoiler, uh, Joel uh, died pretty early on, who was... Um, I mean, to yeah, you, if you don't know that already, what are you doing? Yeah, the star of the last game. And that upset a lot of people because the marketing kind of tricked you into thinking Joel was there, which I get why they did it, but still. Um, I guess he kind of appeared in flashbacks in the trailers, which people didn't really understand. People, I guess people didn't know that they were flashbacks at the time Yeah, well, until as well, the actual game was released. If you actually play through the game, there's a scene where um, I think Ellie gets pulled aside by someone and in the trailer it was Joel, but in the actual game it's um, Jesse who's a bit of a downgrade. I think oh, that, right. that's the main thing I I, I I do agree with. I love the game. I think the gameplay is one some of the best I've played, to be honest. I think it's great. Uh, it's like visually stunning, I think, as well. It's oh, gorgeous. God, it's the best-looking game I've ever played, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Um, but the st- I really enjoyed the story, but I think it was absolutely a victim of not only the hype but the success of the first because I will be honest I do still prefer the first personally yeah okay, okay. I just think I think it had a stronger cast I th- yeah I think the first one was more of a, a breakthrough in video games as in this is what PlayStation this is what we're capable of and this is what games will be like in the future and you know I think The Last of Us 2 really showed us that that is what games are going to be like in the future like imagine <laughs> playing The Last of Us 2 but on PS5 or, you know, playing it on the highest spec PC out there, apart from the supercomputers, but you know what I mean. I mean, I don't know if you can play it on computer, but I still think playing on the PS5, I think there is an edition you can get on the PS5. Or there will be, anyway. Um, yeah. I think that would be gorgeous, but apart from that, I think the walkthrough yeah. I watched uh, with Jack Septicai, because he's cool, <laughs> I personally think it was probably the best game I'd ever seen until my two favourite games this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, again, I, I really enjoyed it. I think they tried something new. It was very much a breakthrough moment. I don't think it worked quite as well as the first. Uh, but, uh, you know, I can't really knock them for trying something new because in a stagnant in- industry, that is what we need to do. Yeah. I suppose the main issue I had with it was just that I feel like Ellie, Ellie was very different and I get the point of that was that she was trying to get revenge, she was injured, she spent longer in this harsh world. Um, but I just felt like she wasn't as compelling as she was in the first game, which felt like a yeah, bit yeah, I, I she was my favourite really, character. Yeah. Um, but other than that, absolutely great game, and I am, I'm thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly glad I played it. Yeah, I'm glad that I watched it as well, because that is something I would have regretted talking about it now. Before we move on from games, quickly though, yeah. Uh, I, I haven't played it. Uh, it's yeah. an old game, but it's been oh. remastered. But I, it's the it's the reason I want a PS5. Right. Uh, it's the Demon Souls remaster. Woo! Oh, I See, love I, Dark I'm Souls not into games that like that. Stuff. I'm not into Dark oh, Souls, or I'm not into The Witch. I'm not into games like that. I just I'm just not. I kind of just been brought up brought up around games that aren't like that. But yeah, that's guess... contradictory to what I'm about to say about my two favorite games. I, I just. <laughs> Yeah, I just... Alright. I Should I just say them now? Yeah, go, go ahead. Alright, so, as I was saying, Cyberpunk 2077 has just been released. I've got ASMR for you. That is the oh, case right there. Uh, I, origi- I have the base set Xbox One that came out in, like, 2014, so it runs at, like, 
four frames a second, but don't get me wrong, it's still really cool, and I've only played into a bit about an hour and a half in the game, but what from I can say from it right now, it's a game that you need to pay attention to, it's a game that you really need to keep playing to understand how everything works, but apart from that, it is gorgeous. <laughs> it's, st- well, yeah, I guess so, but it's stunning. It's like, I've yeah. seen the Rad Brad play it on the PS5, or the, the computer, sorry, and I've seen people play it on the computer, and I've seen it how, like, gorgeous it can really look when it's, like, fully specced out with ray tracing and everything, but I don't think that's going to be my game of the year. I think maybe the game of the year that I personally love will have to be... Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Now, Ooh. that is See, a big an interesting statement. choice because that's yeah. made by the same people who made Dark Souls. Yes, exactly. I, that's why I was kind of a bit like contradictory to what I was going to say because I bought it off my mate um, for 20 quid, 25 quid because I wanted it. And I love like the Japanese style. I love katanas. I love everything about like. I'm going to sneeze. Hold on. Oh. <coughs> oh, sorry. That was great. That would be, no. be so loud on the podcast. Like, I've just seen the bar on Audacity. It's incredibly tall. Anyway, um, I can imagine. Yeah, so when I started playing it, I was horrendous at it. I couldn't work out the controls. But once you figure out that it's more um, block, block, attack, jump, roll, dodge, you know, everything, all the all the different things together, it's kind of it's a very very impressive game. Yeah, which bit are you up and to? I, um. I'm only about an hour in. Like, I, I can't get past this really big man with a sledgehammer, but um, I have seen people play it, and I love the combat. I love um, I love the finishers. I love the way the game works. Don't get me wrong, it's it has its faults. You know, it's not perfect. No game ever will be perfect. But I love the... Uh, the gore, because that's brilliant. I love the uh, the very jumpy, jumpy, you know, crouching tiger, hidden dragon style of, you know, things. Jumping around, floating around. Not really floating, but, you know, zooming around with your little grappling hook. And, you know, you got the axe hand, you got the umbrella shield or whatever. But, I mean, I love how uh, cool the combat is and how, like, you can become so good at a game that is so incredibly difficult. And also... You can become like immersed within the cutscenes because I think the cutscenes itself have the most gorgeous like visuals ever, like the lighting, the color, oh, yeah. the, the the actual style of the way it's filmed, and just the way like it's all very fictional Japanese. Like, don't get me wrong, it's all like it's it's like it's in Japanese, obviously, but like the game isn't like just the cutscenes and the languages, but it's uh, everything else is English. But you know what I mean? I think. There was this, you know, like literally the first cutscene you see when this kid comes up to this, like, the guy, he's got nowhere to go, and he just begs, like, please take me in, and the guy, like, puts his katana up to his face and doesn't even, like, he literally prods the, like, kid on the side of the face, and his face starts bleeding profusely because of how sharp it is. It does. But, um, before we move on, I'm just going to really quickly pop to the loose, sorry. You so am I. <laughs> back in a minute. Toilet break. Let's 
stay with me my own kanonawaro taraki i don't know japanese enough Phil, if you're listening, I'm having so much chocolate coins. I've got it in my stocking. And I'm having pizza later tonight because I want it. Mom. Oh, yeah. That's just brilliant. <laughs> Definitely recommend. 10 out of 10. Mm. I was going to grab a drink. Don't miss me. Stay with me. My own car no haro taraki. Stay with me. Yo, sorry about that, man. I had to check on the rice. Right. Um, well, where were we? Uh, moving on to, I think, general recommendation. Oh, absolutely fuming. Ah, oh, yes. Well, you know, you know how we're, we're pretty casual here on the podcast you know we're very calm we don't we don't get annoyed at much stuff but you know what that doesn't happen by coincidence because sometimes we all have to have a bit of a vent and that's what this segment's oh, for yes. uh, this is absolutely fuming uh, we're going to talk about stuff that's really annoyed us this year oh god yes most definitely i think Ooh. you i think you should start because i'm still thinking oh gosh right i mean i i've spoken about this before but Wet toilet paper. Wet toilet. So, oh my god. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Right, okay so, yeah. We're, uh, as Queen Liz said, um, <laughs> predicaments on the throne. Um, but basically, because uh, our shower is like it's kind of a wet room, so w- when we shower, just the whole floor gets wet. It's awful. But then you know when you like you go for, you grab for the toilet paper, but then it falls off. And, but it, it rolls all across the bathroom because it's on a slope <laughs> and it just soaks up the water oh. so the whole the whole roll of loo roll it, it's just minging wet oh it's awful it's awful does not sound great uh, yeah that's highbrow content uh, what about what, what, what's your next absolute fuming um ordering things that haven't really arrived on time <laughs> that's maybe my yeah. because mm. I ordered my dad a a very like a 25 quid pop vinyl of the Mandalorian and stuff oh. uh, but it's coming from America and I ordered it mid-November and it hasn't arrived and I messaged them they were like oh, it's said to be here in about three to four business days and it's been about three to four business days not here and I ordered my little brother or something and he, he still hasn't arrived and I ordered that in October and I mean don't get me wrong I've asked for the refund now because you know they said yeah. it's a, you are eligible for one but I just I feel a bit mad about that but you can't, I can't blame the people that are working their socks off in delivering stuff throughout the year yeah. i got to give credit to them they, they've got so much on their like on their mind they've got to do so much to deliver their stuff you can't like you know I can't fault them so I guess now I feel bad for being angry at the fact that it hasn't arrived and people generally work their socks off trying to get people like you know trying to earn a living doing that so i can't be mad at that don't don't feel bad man you know i was absolutely fuming because i i ordered some 99p cinnamon incense sticks and they arrived a day late my life was practically ruined for a day to be honest oh my god um, 
But um, I'll say, oh, what's my next absolute yeah, human? I'll tell you one thing that has really annoyed me uh, this week is I had a Capri Sun. I picked up a, like a, a box of Capri Suns. I mean, I used to love Capri Suns, but I haven't had them in a while. So I crack open this Capri Sun. I guess a can of beer cracking open a Capri Sun at Christmas. Uh, but I crack open this Capri Sun and I have a sip. And there was, there was something off about it. I don't know if it's I've just got a dodgy pack of Capri Suns, but they weren't right. They weren't the Capri Suns that I'd come to love. I don't know if they've maybe changed the recipe, but they tasted really watery, like just like sour water, if, if I'm being honest. And I mean, fingers crossed, it's, uh, it's just been a dodgy pack uh, because I'd be devastated if they have changed the recipe. You know, it's that bloody Jamie Oliver that is. You know, maybe I maybe I want to fill my body with peculiar chemicals. You know, I'm willing to sacrifice a few organs for a Capri Sun. Uh, but yeah, uh, I might try and get some more just to test that out. I'd be devastated if they've ruined my Capri Suns. I never knew anyone has tried a Capri Sun recently. Um, or did I just have a dodgy batch, or have they, have they decreased in quality? I'm I'm interested to know because uh, it's really upset me. If I'm being honest, I'm I'm in tears practically. So, uh, for Christmas, I got a car. I know. Bloody hell. Very nice, lovely Volkswagen Fox. Brilliant. Do you have four, though? Do I have four cars? Oh! Oh, no, I don't. But I think we all know someone oh, who man. does. Monsieur Harbit. Yes. Anyway, uh, I got this car for Christmas, and... I know. Spoiled as shit. Sorry. I, uh... <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. But that's kind of the main thing I have. For, I had for yeah. Christmas and well I cannot be happier I sit in it all the time pretending to drive even though I, I can't at the minute uh, my stepdad and my mum was going to go take me up to get some fuel because it's literally on the E, the red at the minute every time you start it up and uh, I got some CDs for it, brilliant you know, the thing that has made me really mad like three things about it is the fact that because it has been snowing yesterday and today that when I got in it and I had wet, snowy boots. This morning, because it was absolutely freezing, it was so cold, there's now ice on the footwell of the driver's side, and oh it's really hard to take off. And when you put your foot on it, like, water starts rising from underneath it because it's all underneath the... F- I, oh, that's maybe a bit, like, mad, but I realise that's not the end of the world. Oh, man, that's awful. I think the main thing that has made me mad is the fact that I got some the Gorilla CDs because I absolutely adore Gorillas. They are the, like my favourite band, and oh, yeah. I got some of their classic albums to put in the car because it has a CD player. And well, it turns out that the actual volume gauge is a bit broken. When I uh, ah. turn it down, it sometimes skips and then goes up. So when I was trying to turn it down from like some weird Lizzo song on Radio Two yesterday. I turned it down at like half eight at night thinking, bloody hell, turn down, turn down. And it just kept going back up. So I was really worried. I wanted to figure it out before. I just didn't want to turn it off. So when I turned it on. And... All the neighbors come yeah, out. Yeah, no, no, I know. And then Ruben. I'm just there like, oh, for God's sake, this is so awkward. But that's kind of maybe a bit mad. What the hell? That was terrifying. What happened? Uh, you see an Among Us? I have a sign on my mirror. Um... And it's literally just started swinging because one of the suction cups has, like, come off. Oh, God. Right, I'm just okay? taking you back to my mirror, but you know what mirrors are. Dimensions to the ghost realms. I don't like looking in mirrors when I'm feeling a bit spooked out, even though it's utter BS. I don't like looking in mirrors either. Oh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, sometimes it won't let me because they just break, but still. 
Okay, I think that has uh, summed up our absolutely fuming. Absolutely fuming. Uh, well, we've got another segment. Woo! An- another exciting segment because I thought, you know, I do like to have a moan, and I- I'm sure you do too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and who's better to moan about than uh, the one, the only, the Prime Minister of the United Boris Kingdom, Johnson. Boris? Yeah, everyone. And that's why we've got a segment called. Barmy Boris. Yes. Where we talk about just stupid stuff Boris Johnson's oh, done good recently. Lord, good Lord. I think the main thing <laughs> that he's done really stupid is become the Prime Minister of the UK. But anyway, debatable. Yep, that's it. Throw hands, I'll catch them. It's fine. Come on then. Oh, God. Um, well, I, I want to actually start off with an old tweet. Now, obviously, I don't like digging up people's old tweets. Um, but this one, I wouldn't say this one's offensive. It's just, I, I thought it was really funny. Uh, and I'd like to share this with you. I just need to get onto Facebook. Yeah. Oh, God, you know it's ropes when you log in onto Facebook. Good Lord. Uh, oh, no. I really wish I could change my email, because my email was made when I was, like, 10 and thought I was a furry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, don't uh, d- don't clip that. Ah, oh, here we go. Um, now, appa- I, don't, I can't verify he tweeted this, but I saw it on, like, a website that was, like, things Boris Johnson's tweeted over the years. Um... And I, I, it just it, it tickled me. Uh, yeah. So to start off the Barmy Boris segment, uh, words from Boris from a younger Boris Johnson himself. Voting Tory will cause your wife to have bigger breasts and increase your chance of owning a BMW M3. <laughs> I mean, who would want a BMW M3? I don't know, Boris, apparently. BMW, BMW drivers, If sorry if your dad or your mum or someone you know, Phil, has got BMW, but BMW drivers, mate, they can't drive. <laughs> I think they own the road. Oh, something that has made me absolutely laugh yeah. this year, rather than absolutely fuming. We were on our way to deliver some presents off to my aunties, and there's a box junction. If you don't know about a box junction, that you cannot cross the box junction unless your exit is clear. And our exit was not clear, so we were sitting on the end of the box junction waiting to go through it. And a big old, uh, you know, Mercedes behind us. Or it was either a BMW or Mercedes, but a big German car, because they think they own the road, don't they? Um, honked his horn at us and we were like well we're not moving because we can't it's illegal we'll be blocking the road and he goes around us and then goes onto the other lane where the traffic is coming and then realises that oh crap I can't go anywhere I'm now here so then he zoomed up to the right me and mum were laughing our heads off because we were just laughing the fact that some you know incompetent selfish guy in his like bloody big old Mercedes was too impatient to wait a few seconds for us to move forward because of the traffic in front of us so we had to go around us to realize that he couldn't go around us and he had to reverse and come back and then wait in the queue which was absolutely brilliant because we were like oh maybe he just decided to go up that way it'd be less funny but be... anyway but we saw him reversing and coming back down the road and it's like oh my god in your face and we were doing the international sign of in your face which uh if you don't know what that is i mean go let your imagination run free but anyway oh, that's what made me laugh this one. Oh, that's brilliant that, that sorry brilliant. i just thought i'd let you know <laughs> anyway <laughs> so uh what 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 what's what's boris done this year that's uh made you think oh that was barmy boris there's not a lot of funnies happening. oh dying. i saw one thing this is really old now this oh, okay, is from the uh, 2019 election uh, but I saw I bring it up so much old stuff this year. Like Simpsons supposed to be about 2020, but I saw this video clip of Boris doing like an interview pre-election, and he was making himself a cup of tea. I've told you this before, but yeah, he he, he was pouring the milk in and he started drinking it and he left the tea bag in. Oh, I remember you telling me. Oh, oh. Like, no, it's cursed. God. It's cursed. 
absolutely fuming oh, with the death. Oh, imagine drinking that and just feeling like some wet bag just hit your. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, that's that. We take tea seriously over here in the UK. If you're listening elsewhere, yeah. I mean, I doubt you are, but anyway, that's if uh... you were. <laughs> One day we'll be worldwide, Phil. Oh, we will. We absolutely will. That was... Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, that's that's Balmy Boris for this week. Yeah. Stay tuned next okay, week. Okay, so uh, the next thing that we should talk about, I think I think we should talk about the future of the podcast last, as oh, that's yeah. kind of like a conclusion. I think next is films, books, and games we all recommend, we both recommend. So um, I think the, the films that I definitely recommend you should watch is I got uh, a handful of DVDs and Blu-rays from my dad for Christmas, which is what I asked for. Mm-hmm. And I've watched one so far um, called Day of the Triffids, which came out in 1962, which is based off the novel Day of the Triffids uh, by some guy, John Wyndham, I think his name is, but British sci-fi author. Though that is one of film and one book that I recommend, The Day of the Triffids. Um, if you want a bit more of a frightful experience, watch the 1983 Triffid, Day of the Triffids rather than the 1962 version. But I have yet to watch the 1983 version. It's, like, it's currently on the way from Amazon, and so is the book. But the film also I recommend you definitely watch are the both the Blade Runner films. Uh, Blade Runner... Blade Runner, and then Blade Runner 2049, both visually stunning, both brilliant plot, and both just brilliant, executed, I think, Dennis, some French last name, I don't want to butcher that, so I'm going to leave it with Dennis, Denise, and then Ridley Scott, absolutely both brilliant directors, and I definitely think you should watch them, and the other book, which I definitely recommend you uh, read, is Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Which is what uh, Blade Runner is actually based off. A 208-page novel about androids and, like, Blade Runner. If you've ever seen it or you've ever heard of it, yeah, Electric Sheep. So, th- those are the two books and the three films I definitely recommend. Um, games, however, Rainbow Six Siege, all the way. Brilliant game, very competitive, absolutely hilarious, and also very, very terrifying when you start off bloody terrifying because you want to you're terrified of getting killed the music is so cool but when you get good at it well good that sounds cocky when you get better at the game when you actually understand how it works it's hilarious it's bloody brilliant makes you feel good when you get kills and it's just pretty cool um also uh cyberpunk brilliant game uh visually stunning brilliant storyline from what I can tell you can make your penis as big as you want which is what I've done um and and I've got a man bun. So there we are. Brilliant. Wow. That's kind of my sum up for the films, books, and games we recommend. Sorry, that was really, <laughs> really... Oh, sorry. TV show Ooh. as well. Forgot to bring that up. Uh, I've watched two things recently. I've watched Breaking Bad again. I'm watching currently Breaking Bad for the second time. I love Breaking Bad so much. Hands down, it's the best TV show I have ever seen and probably will ever see. Um... Apart from two, which I'm about to say now, uh, Breaking Bad, if you don't know, has, uh, Walt, Walter White gets lung cancer, doesn't tell his wife for a bit, but then, because they aren't very rich, the family, they haven't got much money, he starts selling meth, um, to, because he's a chemistry teacher, starts making and selling meth to support his family, but it's a roller coaster of emotions, violence, and everything, but it's absolutely brilliant, um, Neon Genesis Evangelion is an anime from the 90s, but 
if you've ever heard or seen of Pacific Rim, it's literally the anime version. It's, um, it is literally angels, basically kaiju in the Pacific Rim standard, that come out of the ocean or come from somewhere, and they, Japanese, because it's Japanese, build these giant evas, or, um, <clears throat> Jaegers, as they are called in the film, uh, Pacific Rim. Uh, they're not based on the same thing, but they are very similar. I guess maybe uh, Guillermo del Toro got a very good idea from where to base his kind of animations and stuff from. Anyway, um, getting too deep into it, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> about, you know, they fight um, these massive angels that aren't really like, you know, they're not your casual guy with wings or woman with wings. They're like, they're called angels, but they're like monsters um, in the city. And last but not least, The Mandalorian. Absolutely a brilliant, brilliant show. Season 2 finale has just come out, and it's probably the best episode they've ever done. It's absolutely amazing. The film is so... The film, the TV series, is such a high-budget, like, show that every episode feels like a short film, and it's brilliant. Uh, the characters, the design, the production design, the behind-the-scenes, everything's brilliant. And I think that's going to conclude it, because I'm talking and I am absolutely waffling. Okay. So there we go. Uh, Bang. In terms of mine, uh, I'm... I'm not sure, to be honest. In terms of books, I considering yeah. I want to be a writer, I do not read anywhere near enough books. I don't um, read at all, to be fair. I suppose so. one, I, one I did enjoy, because I, I, I started this year by doing um, an English A-level. I've quit A-levels okay. now um, and moved to college, <laughs> but uh, yeah. when I was doing an English literature A-level, one of the books we were studying was The Kite Runner. Uh, it's something I've oh, heard yeah. a lot of, a lot about, but I've never had the opportunity to read it. Just search for The Kite Runner, uh, a brilliant writer and a really poignant story. There are some bits in it that are incredibly disturbing um, and will make you uncomfortable as a reader. But I think it's it's one of those books that makes you think and you do become very attached to the characters. And I just think it's, it is such a great book, to be honest. It's one of the most powerful reads I've read in a while. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it also it, it explores... Um, kind of Afghanistan um, and um, everything that went on there with the oh, what's the, the war what's the, yeah with, with the war in Afghanistan and, and terrorists and the Soviet Union it yeah, kind of yeah. it explores all, all that kind of history um, and, and the Taliban as well wow, I had no idea it was about um, that yeah it's it, like, there are some bits in it that are very dark and very disturbing but it sheds light on the positives of Afghanistan as well which obviously oh, people I'm never glad, hear about to be honest because I think we always look down on things yeah exactly as, and, um, as people it's it's a really enjoyable book it makes you think and it's got a great story and I'd absolutely recommend nice. that nice definitely see i think my mum has that so i'll definitely go and steal oh, that nice. i don't read i'll probably go a few pages and think it's cool and say i've read it sometime in college and then <laughs> haven't actually yeah yeah so uh, games and stuff you games films, tv shows um i'm not gonna say the witcher 3 because most people have already played that i think yeah oh, in terms of games recommend it's again this is a, an older game because not a lot's come out this year uh, but I am going to go for uh, Hollow Knight. It's an in- It was okay. originally an indie game. You've probably not heard of it. I hadn't heard of it. No, I don't think I um, much. But it's it's a two D Metroidvania style game. But it's it's what I'd put it up there with Sekiro as the hardest game I've ever played. Oh really? Um, the precision it requires is insane. But it's in this world. You're like this this knight. And you go into this just underground world filled with bugs, and there's so much exploration, and the boss fights, some of the best boss fights ever made. 
And um, oh right, okay. It, it the story is very dark soul esque in the way that it's quite vague. It's it's told through the world rather than cutscenes. That's uh, pretty cool. But it's it's such a cool game, and very few people have heard about it. It's Hollow Knight on Steam, uh, and on Steam there's a the sequel, Hollow Knight Silk Song, which looks so great. I can't wait for that, and that's uh, in the works at the minute. Uh, but on consoles, I'm not sure if it's on Xbox. I know it's definitely on PS4, and it's called Hollow Knight Void Heart. Uh, there, so do, okay. do go check that out. I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's like 15 quid, like when it's not on sale, and when it's on sale, it drops even That's lower. Right. It's absolutely worth the price. It's a brilliant game. I'll definitely go check that out. Yeah. I'll check. I've got the Xbox app right here, so I'll have a look if that's available yeah. somewhere. Uh, in terms of movies, I'm really not sure. I, I actually one I one I watched recently. And most people have probably seen this, but it was actually a recommendation uh, from Ruben. I'm about 40 yes. years late. Uh, but I actually watched the original Alien for the first time. Way! I, I've really <laughs> yes. enjoyed it. Brilliant. Yeah, it's hands I mean, down the favorite, my, my favorite film of all time. Yeah, it was one. It's one of those films that really does just show you the power of practical effects because it Rather looks gorgeous. Like some of the effects yeah. looks. I feel practical effects where they are obviously CGI saves time and um, it can look brilliant, but. I'd say, where possible, practical effects just look more real because the light actually interacts with them. And, God, it looks beautiful. It really does. Uh, even it, it absolutely holds up today. And it started a franchise. So there's a video game of it now, which I'm yet to play, but definitely want to. And, oh, the um, game is incredible. It's all so gorgeous. Yeah. However, my background on Xbox Home is the, uh, <laughs> the point in the game where you're literally safe. And as soon as you leave that door, you are no longer safe. Anyway, uh, where you like, like, you see, you're in like a social area, and there's a window, and you see a planet, and the end of the ship, and you see the sun, and it's gorgeous. I guess on like updated, brand new Xbox, it'd be absolutely stunning as well. Yeah, I absolutely, I'm gonna get around to playing that because I really want to play that. But yeah, that's um, I, I suppose uh, a message I want to take away with is I've seen a lot of older movies recently, and you know, some of them are brilliant. Mm. Some of them really are brilliant. And if you haven't seen oh, the original yeah, Alien, movies. you probably have. But if you haven't, go check it out. Um, future and the summer. Oh, I think actually, episode? before we go into that, uh, I did just want to talk mm-hmm. about a couple of positive and weird news stories. Oh yeah, okay, okay. So I've got a website up here. If I can find it, uh, it's just a list of weird, weird news stories from the Metro. I'm just going to read out a few headlines and uh, see what you think. Uh, so the first one here is um, Mum finds Jesus in Brussels sprouts days before oh, Christmas. Oh yes. Should, should we should we check that out? Of course, go for it's it. It's not I as interesting as it sounds. <laughs> Basically, it's just a picture of a sprout. I really like, hope it is. On the bottom of the sprout, it, that doesn't look like Jesus. Yeah, talk about a white Christmas. She's on something if she thinks that looks like Jesus. <laughs> right, <laughs> I haven't loaded for me yet. But uh... <laughs> anyway, um, another one that uh, another one I'm going to read out here is um, bodybuilder who marries sex doll says she broke just before Christmas. That's quite sad, isn't it? <laughs> R.I.P. My man. Wait, scroll down a what? bit. No. Pilots use jet to draw penis in the sky in support of oh, masturbating gosh. footballer. What? Yeah, I <laughs> I've got to investigate this. Gosh. Okay, so. Two pilots are under investigation for allegedly manoeuvring their passenger jet through the air so that it drew the shape of a penis in the sky. It's got three balls. It's got three balls. I'm not sure that's normal. Oh, wow. That's about it, really, to be honest. I just thought I'd read out some interesting 
uh, story headlines from the news, just some some weird and wacky ones. Uh, yeah, of, they and, are quite interesting uh, to look at. Yeah, they are. There's, there's some interesting stuff there. But uh, I, I thought, you know what? It's the end of the podcast now. I thought it'd be nice to wrap this podcast up with um, a bit of a New Year's tradition. Uh, Ruben, yeah. on the spot, um, what are your what are your? Let's give it, give us three New Year's resolutions that you don't actually plan on fulfilling. Three New Year resolutions that I don't plan on doing. Um, Ooh, difficult. Uh, getting fit, definitely not going to do that. Um, become uh, eat healthier, probably not going to do that. Um, well, don't know. I, I do eat generally. I do generally eat quite healthy, so I'm gonna. Okay, so first one, get get fit. Not happening. Um, cut off chocolate. I mean, I probably can do that. I don't even eat chocolate, so you know what? That's not even valid. Stop watching films. That's never gonna happen. Um, and drink more water. Probably not gonna happen because I just forget about drinking, and then I have a headache and complain that I've got a headache. So yeah, um, I think. Just to, just to finish off the podcast, uh, if you could sum up uh, this year in a sentence or, or even a word, uh, how would you do it? Um, this year. Wow, that's great. I love that. Uh, just a general conclusion from um, the, the conversations we've had is uh, it, it's, it's, it's not been great. And obviously uh, our heart goes out to all the people that have suffered. Um, this year and uh, I've gone through hardship because it, it's, it's been a lot of people and um, the fact that you've made it uh, to December is a massive achievement in itself but as well I'd, I'd really like to hear you guys' um, New Year's resolutions uh, what you want to do in 2021 um, and you can of course send those to us on our social medias or in the comment section of the YouTube video we love to hear from you guys and we'll be checking them regularly to chat with you yeah. beautiful people and uh, you know what? I think that is probably going to do it for today's episode. If you did enjoy um, a rating wherever you are, it uh, would be greatly appreciated. And if you could share it with just one person, it would absolutely mean the world to us, even if it is just your nan. I love your nan. If you do want to get into contact with us, send us some feedback or just have a conversation with us. We are always up to talk to you. Uh, you can contact us in the YouTube comments section if you are watching on YouTube or on our social medias. That is Instagram at The Casual Crowd or Twitter at The Casual Crowd. And uh, I believe we also have a TikTok at the time of uploading this at The Casual Crowd. I've never really used TikTok, if I'm being honest, but uh, apparently the algorithm's good. <laughs> and you know I love those views, so I'm going to be uploading some highlights there. And of course there will also be highlights going up on the YouTube channel. If you do want to stay up to date uh, with what's going on with the podcast, Instagram is probably the best place for that. Uh, of course, we will have weekly episodes uploaded at 9am GMT every single Saturday, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you very, very, very much for watching, and I'll see you awesome people next week. Goodbye. God, I bloody love your nana.